Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. Been off the air for a while, taking a couple weeks uh, vacation, but I'm back now. Got some important things to tell you about. Here's a little bit of Barry McGuire. World, it is exploding, violence flaring, bullets loading. You're old enough to kill, but not for voting. You don't believe in war, boys and gun you're toting. And even the Jordan River has bodies floating, but you. Barry McGuire from 1965, The Eve of Destruction. I think the song fits in perfectly with what's happening today in the world and what's happening happening in, uh, in Syria and the Middle East. As we've talked about plenty of times on this radio show about the banksters and the international crime brotherhood that's going on and on. And it was brought to my attention just uh, about uh, about two hours ago in regards to a uh, show called the Hagman and Hagman Report. It's a nightly radio show. And uh, basically what they do is they talk about the intelligence networks. And uh, my name is Richie Kepler. And I'm so happy that you're listening to the show. And um, thank you for all the downloads and keeping us at the top of the pile there when it comes to uh, podcasting. But I'm going to read something to you about what's going on on the Intelligence uh, Insider in regards to Syria and uh, World War III and the hidden objective. Now, we have talked about this over and over and plenty of times on this radio program. Our loyal listeners know what we've always talked about was these banksters. So the bottom line is I want to talk to you today, and I want to read this uh, verbatim. It's by Douglas J. Hagman. His name is spelled H-A-G-M-A-N-N. I'm just going to uh, read this to you so you get a better understanding of what people are actually saying and thinking out there and what you need to be aware of, because you're surely not going to get it from the mainstream media, as I've told you before. We've called them the ostrich media. They have never told us the truth as to what is going on. Now, uh, Douglas uh, wrote this on August 26, 2013. I guess it was on the radio program also, but I'm going to read this to you verbatim, word for word. August 26, 2013. Pay attention. You are seeing the opening acts to a global war, to World War III. Refer to the information I gave you right after the attacks in Benghazi, specifically to the, to the prepices of World War III, and you will see that everything I divulged to you was precisely correct. World War III will begin in Syria, and no one on the planet, and Americans in particular, will be left untouched by what is about to take place. This has been planned for some time, and we are now seeing it happen right in front of us. Those are the words of a trusted source with deep ties to the intelligence community before providing more insight into what we might expect as this crisis escalates and Syria explodes. As I wrote in that article, published on October 8th, 2012, all that is needed now is for a dutiful media to present one image Renegade Nation, listen! One image. What have they been showing the past week in Syria? Think what they've been showing. The pictures or a video. They've been doing that also. Or some other proof that Assad or someone else is using or has their hands on unconventional weapons. This will provide the necessary pretext for the U.S. and NATO to intervene and ramp up the war against Assad. The U.N. will assist and the red line will then have been crossed. That will be the trigger event for U.S. involvement and the escalation into a global conflict. We are now at the critical moment, as the images of the use of chemical weapons are all over the news. 
and all fingers are pointing to Assad as the culprit, just as predicted. The Guardian, among other media outlets, reported that David Cameron and Barack Obama moved the West closer to military intervention in Syria on Saturday as they agreed that last week's alleged chemical alleged chemical weapon attacks by the Assad regime had taken the crisis into a new phase that merited a serious response. But it's a lie. A magic show. To keep people's attention away from something much bigger on the horizon. It's called diversion, Renegade Nation. Diversion. We've talked about it over. The divide and conquer. We've talked about it here for years. Consider the blatant continuity of agenda that has spanned several American presidential administrations, both Republican and Democrat, progressive and conservative. This transcends political parties and the political theater that has been designed to keep Americans occupied. Both political parties, however, are unified under a much larger globalist agenda, which explains why the policies of the Bush dynasty have been exponentially increased under the Obama regime. Think about it. The anti-Assad rebels are losing. They're in retreat because the exposure to the arms and weapons running from the Benghazi caused the architects of this conflict to lay low for a while. They gave us some time, but it did not change the objective of overthrowing Assad and taking Syria for the Muslim Brotherhood. The anti-Assad rebels cannot survive without Western assistance. Considering that, what sense would it make for Assad to use chemical weapons, especially as international observers were in getting position to investigate the situation against the rebels in retreat? It makes no sense, unless you understand the larger objective and the bigger picture. Okay, so explain the big picture. I asked my source... And please do it in a way that I can explain it to my neighbor or my family so they too can understand what we're seeing. What follows is an uninterrupted monologue from my intelligence insider. The big picture explained. Here's the global picture. When you see it, it will make sense. This is about reshaping the entire power structure of not just the Middle East, but of the world. Remember that the 2001 attacks against the U.S. was the catalyst for our military operations in Afghanistan and then, ostensibly, Iraq under George W. Bush, a so-called conservative Republican. We could have gone into Afghanistan, cleaned up what we needed to, and come home. Instead, while still in Afghanistan, we went into Iraq after convincing the world they had weapons of mass destruction. Remember that George H.W. Bush, also a conservative Republican, engaged Iraq in the Gulf War I in 1990. Essentially, we've been in Iraq for the last quarter of a century. Why? Think about that. And we've been in Afghanistan for the last dozen years or so. Why? Well, here's the answer. Oil and opium. It's a international banker's war. What have I been telling you, Renegade Nation, for years about these banksters? I've been telling you. Marla's been telling you. All of our guests have been telling you. You have not listened? The bankers. 
the international thievery. Yes. Note that a recent report from the Guerrilla Economist lays this out here. Here's the excerpt as follows. Large U.S. military bases are on the very path of the proposed Caspian Sea oil pipeline. Listen, Renegade Nation, closely to this. Listen! This as well as that some of the proceeds from the lucrative opium trade will find its way back to the U.S. banks, which will launder the money in order to help fund Unical in the proposed pipe-building project. Win! Win! Oh, and by the way, if you mention Iran's nuclear ambitions, why did we wait so long to really address this and keep Israel from doing so before any action would require a very protracted military campaign? Keep that in the back of your mind. Now, here's another important part of the magic act. After eight years of George Bush, Americans were weary of war. So, a little-known man named Barack Hussein Obama was selected to run against John McCain in 2008. Why Obama and not Hillary? Because the real power players needed a man with the Muslim Brotherhood connections to accomplish what was needed in the middle, 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 middle East. Think back to his Cairo speech. Consider that all of his campaign promise to end the wars were not only broken, but the wars and the unrest were expanded by his policies or the policies of those who put him into power. So, we've stayed in Afghanistan and in Iraq. And then comes the Arab Spring, which was planned years in advance. It was not some spontaneous movement by oppressed people longing for democracy, but a Saudi and Muslim Brotherhood plan to regain control of what was once the Ottoman Empire, this time on steroids. People must think bigger outside of the confines of the Middle East. As much as I don't like the thought of saying this, Putin was correct in asking what sense it makes to destabilize the entire Middle East, especially Syria, a client state of Russia. In the context of regional affairs, it makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Now, we are going to send cruise missiles into Syria to hit what? Chemical weapons, stockpiles stored in densely populated areas. How is this going to help the Syrians? The refugees fleeing from Syria? I've told you, and you have written, that we are implementing the Saudi agenda across the Middle East. But who is behind the Saudis? Is it the international banking cartel? Those too big to go to jail who are behind the Saudis? It's their war? and they're funding all sides of the conflict, no matter what, they win. But what do they win? Admittedly, it's difficult, if not nearly impossible, to tell the players without, without a scorecard. And even then, the players will change their uniforms to keep everyone confused. But here's the important part. Syria is a proxy state for Russia, as is Iran. China has interest in Iran as well. So if you look at all the major powers, they all have interest in the Middle East. So, who will we, the U.S., ultimately be fighting when Syria explodes? Russia? And what 
will be the blowback. That's important to understand, for it is the objective. The blowback. None of what you are seeing is about fighting terrorism or about helping the people of Syria. It's about oil, energy, and the global economic system. Conflict exists for the globalists to achieve their objective, and their objective is the implementation of a new economic system that will be a basket of currencies, or SDR, which is called Special Drawing Rights. And if you don't know about SDRs, just equate it to the euro, but on a global scale. They will usher this in by striking at the United States, much like the U.S. took down the old Soviet Union. They will target our economy through oil, cheap oil from Saudi Arabia. And remember, Russia is the world's largest exporter of oil, neck and neck with the Saudis. But the Saudi oil wells have been damaged and their lift costs are increasing. So, what we are about to see and experience in a most painful way is the destruction of the U.S. economy, the intentional killing of the U.S. dollar by having it replaced as the world's reserve currency and replaced with a basket of currencies known, also known as SDR that is much easier to control. This is all about the conversion of the world's economic trading mechanism from a U.S. dollar-based system to an SDR. The Middle East and Syria is merely the catalyst for its implementation, the flashbang of the magic act. And once this catalytic action is started, we cannot go back. War in the Middle East, and particularly Syria, is the catalyst that will disrupt transactions and commerce all over the world. And few will see it coming or know what hit them. I want you to think, I want you to send this radio program out to your friends. This could be the end. We don't know what's going to happen. Our leaders have failed us, Renegade Nation. We sit here on the brink. We don't know what to do. People are upset. You voted for somebody who said they were going to change things. They surely did change things, didn't they? We've been off for a few weeks trying to figure out what the hell's really going on here. We've been going through all kinds of social networks and news Bill Dean will be on tomorrow to talk more about this. But I just needed to let you know about this. The gentleman who wrote this is Douglas J. Hagman, H-A-G-M-A-N-N. And they have a radio show called the Hagman and Hagman Report Nightly Radio Show. Home of the Northeast Intelligence Network. And that's where we got it from. So we want to say thank you to Douglas. Douglas, thank you. Again, Renegade Nation, pass this show around. Make sure all your friends hear this show. My name is Richie Kepler. I'm going to get out of here, out of the studio. We'll be back tomorrow with Bill Dean, hopefully, and Marla. Have a great evening. Thank you. In the Eastern world, it is exploding. Violence flaring, bullets loading. You're old enough to kill, but not for voting. You don't believe in war, but what's that gun you're toting? And even the Jordan River has bodies floating But you tell me over and over and over again, my friend I you don't believe we're on the eve of destruction 
Don't you understand what I'm trying to say? Can't you feel the fears I'm feeling today? If the button is pushed, there's no running away. There'll be no one to save with the world in a grave. Take a look around you, boy. It's bound to scare you, boy. And you tell me. Destruction